0: Tell you how the light comes. What I know is that it is more ancient than imagining, that it travels across an astounding expanse to reach us, that it loves searching out what is hidden, what is lost, what is forgotten, or in peril or in pain. That it has a fondness for the body, for finding its way toward flesh, for tracing the edges of form, for shining forth. Through the eyes, the hand, the heart. I cannot tell you how the light comes, but that it does, that it will. That it works its way into the deepest dark that unfolds but you. My baby. <laughs> Though it may seem long ago in coming, or arrive in a shape that you did not foresee, and so may we this day turn ourselves toward it. May we lift our faces to let it find us. May we bend our bodies to follow the arc it makes. May we open and open more and open still to the blessed light that comes. Jim Richardson.
1: On this night, for just a moment, time stands still. For just a moment, we stop. For just a moment, our hustle and bustle are back and forth. Our Christmas chaos is still. Tonight, as we light the Christ candle and remember the ancient story of how a babe in a manger touched the world, we ponder still how Christ enters into the messiest and most unlikely places if only we would take notice. I have a friend that used to say, um, you know, we just did what child is this? I have a friend that used to say that for anybody who who thinks that children don't listen in church, he would say like, we all knew the line about the ass feeding, so
2: like, that's
1: <laughs> kids. So don't don't think your kids aren't paying attention. I think this is a wonderful Christmas song to think about the world being turned, think about the social order being upended, to think about everything that happens when we celebrate God coming near to us at this time of year.
3: the birth of Jesus. In those days a decree went on, out from the empir- emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And went to their own town to be registered. All went to the, to their town to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea you will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in manger. And suddenly there, there was with an angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and staying. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on, peace and, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who were heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured all these words and Pondered them in her heart. The shepherds turned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them.
4: Thanks so much for joining us um, tonight at Emmaus Way. My voice generally doesn't carry well, but I am hopeful tonight um, that it might. I was not expecting um, the beautiful community that showed up for our Christmas Eve. So thanks for being here. I've always loved Luke's account of the Christmas story, and thank you, Azalea, so much for doing such a great job reading it tonight. Luke's account has all the makings, right, of the best kinds of stories action, suspense, unexpected twists, hello manger, stinky shepherds, a proud, happy mother, and a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. It's the one that I always want to hear on Christmas Eve, and yet, this year, with the state of the world being what it is, and the reality of weary spirits all around I find myself wanting to hear John's account of the Christmas story alongside Luke's. It could be argued that John isn't even an account of the Christmas story, but I beg to differ. Sure, John's account is a bit more metaphorical and definitely has more cosmic undertones, but John still proclaims Christ coming into the world. Hear now the word of God. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Darkness. There was plenty of darkness the night Jesus was born. In Luke's account, we are told it was night, and not only night as we understand it, But night over 2,000 years ago kind of night, right? So there was no ambient light or lights on in homes around them, so they maybe possibly could see. Perhaps there were a few torches in this barn where Jesus was born. Probably not. It was the darkest of nights with only a few flickering stars in the sky. But in addition to the darkness of night that happened on that night so long ago, darkness also came in the form of the Roman Empire, of structures oppressing the least, the last, the lost. Darkness came in an overwhelming sense of hopelessness that permeated that time. And if we're being honest, there's still plenty of darkness today. Anywhere you look, outside our walls, inside ourselves, within the borders of America, around our world, darkness. And yet this Christmas Eve, we're reminded, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Or in the words of the Black Keys' song, Everlasting Light, that I love so much. Tonight, the babe in a manger proclaims to us, Let me be your everlasting light, the sun where there is none. I am a shepherd for you, and I will guide you through. Can't you see? It's shining just for you. Loneliness is over. Dark days are through. They through Great loneliness and dark days have permeated Aleppo lately. And yet in Aleppo, there's a Franciscan friar, Ibrahim Alsebogh, a 46-year-old Syrian who is parish priest of St. Francis Church on the west part of the city. When asked how he's been preparing for Christmas, he noted, We are lighting the tiny lights into the darkness. For the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it, even here. There's a light that shines in the darkness tonight, and this Christmas scene... (coughs) For in this scene, God takes on human flesh, directly entering our human world with all its frailties, shadows, and darkness. And if we really think about it, our only hope is that this babe born in a manger tonight holds more importance than all the principalities and powers of our world. That this babe born in a manger shines brighter Than any darkness that might try to cover up our world or any of God's beloved. In his last Christmas Eve address, Bishop Oscar Romero proclaimed Tonight, we do not look for God among the opulence of the world or among the idolatries of wealth or among those eager for power, among the, or among the intrigues of the powerful. God is not there. Tonight is the time to look for this child Jesus. But do not look for him in the beautiful images of nativity sets, but look for him among the children lacking proper nutrition who have gone to sleep this evening with nothing at all. Let us look for him among the poor newspaper boy who sleeps in the doorways wrapped in today's paper. Let us look for him in the shoeshine boy who perhaps has earned enough to purchase a small gift for his mother. Let us look for him in the newspaper boy who, because he did not sell enough papers, is severely reprimanded by his stepfather or stepmother. How sad is the history of these children. Yes, there is sadness and darkness in our world, both far away and near at home. Yet this babe, born in a manger tonight, continues to pronounce to us what has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. At Emmaus Way, the open table is a place we come week after week to be, rem- to be reminded that it is through the simple relational acts of breaking bread and pouring wine for one another that the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. And so we are about to enter into a time of gathering around the open table. We are going to come now to break bread and pour wine for one another. And as we come, may we be ever aware that Jesus the Christ has entered our world this night as a babe in a manger. As Emmanuel, God with us as light, as a light that changed that night so long ago and continues to change the world. And as we partake in the open table, may we be bold enough to recognize this light and turn ourselves toward it. May we lift our face to let the light find us. May we bend our bodies to follow the arc it makes. May we be open open more and open still to the blessing this light has come. May we lean into the light that begins in the deepest dark, bearing itself into the world for us tonight, even if through the tiniest of lights. For tonight, the babe born in a manger reminds us The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not and cannot overcome it. Thanks be to God. At Emmaus Way, we participate in a beautifully chaotic open table, and with a lot of family and friends and new folks here, this is what's about to happen. Um, Chaos, But it's beautiful, I promise. (laughs) Just lean into it. Um, So there is bread on either side, gluten-free crackers in the middle, grape juice in the green carats, and mulled wine in the silver pitchers. We serve one another. So I'm thinking just come at the table from any angle, whatever is easiest. Serve the person beside you. You can say the body of Christ broken for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. You may also say the love of God for you and the peace of God for you. Whatever feels most comfortable to you. Break bread and pour wine for one another. And as after you have done that, please pick up a candle, which is in the star container on the table, and an aluminum foil holder unless you want to be really rebellious and like risk pot- potentially having wax on your hand. Um, pick up one of each and light your candle off of the Christ candle in the middle and come back to your seat and we will end our night by singing joy to the world and remembering that a light has come into the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So at this time, we will gather at the table and at Emmaus Way. You do not have to have any certain belief or doctrine. You don't have to be a certain race or sexuality or come from a certain socioeconomic status. Everybody is welcome to partake in our open table. Let us come now, serve one another, and light the tiniest of lights. Let us come.
1: song will be our benediction, but as, after we're done, feel free to stay and talk for a little while. We'll turn the lights back on so you won't have to be in the dark if you decide to stay. Let's sing this together as our benediction tonight. Joy to the world. peace with the wonder of the season proclaiming joy proclaiming peace proclaiming togetherness uh, with those who have been separate uh, proclaiming love for those who have not felt it proclaiming belongingness to those who have been cast out we pray that this night that you would bring love to your homes to your households to the world that is around us go in peace thanks be to god